Welcome to Planet Classroom. I am Orb. Join me as your virtual guide on a journey of global learning called Planet Classroom. You will hear stories from artists, musicians, dancers, technologists, game makers, filmmakers, innovators, and creators of all kinds from around the world. It's time to engage our imaginations, share our ideas, and explore solutions for a brighter future for all. Our planet is a classroom where learning together brings us together. Today on Planet Classroom, we will talk about four films now screening on the Planet Classroom Network YouTube channel. Three of these films, Earthrise, Countermapping, and Marie's Dictionary are from the renowned filmmaker Emmanuel Von Lee. The fourth film, 5,000 Miles Apart, is produced by the Global Nomads Group. Earth is our shared home. Earthrise, co-directed by Emmanuel Von Lee, tells the story of the first image captured of the Earth from space in 1968. The story is told by the Apollo 8 astronauts. We did something that ended up showing the Earth and its people exactly how we existed, where we are, that we were really here on Earth, a, a spacecraft, and we were all astronauts. And whether we liked it or not, uh, that, that like we were in spacecraft having to work closely together to accomplish the mission, down here we seemed to not be able to do, to do that. It was a, uh, a very, very sobering look to see this beautiful little blue marble in the middle of all that darkness and to realize how lonely we really are on, on this wonderful earth. I'm Emmanuel Von Lee, and I'm on Planet Classroom. We've grown up in a world where we take for granted the idea of being able to see imagery that captures the whole Earth. Um, 2021 and most of our lives, we've been able to easily see what the Earth looks like. We've grown up with imagery that captures the Earth as this beautiful blue planet against the blackness of space. But in 1968, there were no such images. And the Apollo 8 mission, the first mission uh, to leave Earth's atmosphere and travel to the moon, brought back images that captured the Earth as a whole uh, for the first time in human history. And they didn't just capture images like the iconic Earthrise uh, photo, which is the, the main character in the film Earthrise, but they also shared their experience of being in space, live, beamed around the world via television. This photograph kickstarted the environmental movement for a reason because it offered a visual representation of why it mattered to care about the Earth and be environmentally conscious and ecologically aware. And to see that we're all in this together. 
So if we can return to that, return to the roots of what started the environmental movement and use this image as a way of honoring who we are and where we have come in these last 50 years, we can breathe new life into uh, how we want to respond to the tremendous challenges of climate change, which although were an issue 50 years ago, they, it's you know, a much dire situation today. My name is Mia Carley. I am from Birmingham, Alabama, and I am on Planet Classroom. One aspect of the film that I found especially interesting was how nonchalant the astronauts were about experiencing the whole of Earth from space. For some, I would think that seeing the smallness of our planet would make life on Earth seem meaningless. But for the astronauts of Apollo 8, it only added meaning. They mention how on that small blue marble exists their wives, their families, and everything they care about. The Earth Rising photo provided the realization that Earth is a small speck in space, but it is a speck where humans find meaning and purpose. For youth audiences, I think this film will put a lot of human problems and worries into perspective. There is a greater significance to existing on the small planet than school or work. The togetherness of humanity all being on this rock in space transcends any differences we have and can provide a lot of clarity to existence. We live in a world with many sources of knowledge about our history. In the film Countermapping, we meet Jim Enote, an elder, farmer, and museum curator from Zuni, New Mexico. Enote works with Zuni artists to create maps that bring an indigenous voice and perspective back to the land. Maps have done a lot to confuse things for people, and I think more lands have been lost to native peoples, probably through mapping, than through physical conflict. I wanted to make some maps that were both elegant, evocative, and profoundly important to the Zuni people. The film Countermapping, directed by myself and Adam Lofton, tells a story of how maps created by Zuni artists are transcending colonial views of mapping and how they impose boundaries on the landscape and the Zuni cosmology, worldview, and perspective. In the film, Jim shares how Zuni artists are being offered a way to share their perspective of relationship to place and land and landscapes and history. So you might look at this map and think, this is just the landscape painting superimposed with images of a goddess or a god or symbols. But in fact, they're multi-layered connections to place that make up the Zuni worldview. Their memories, their stories, their prayers, their non-linear, their overlapping stories that don't look anything like lines drawn over a landscape determining how to get from A to B or what we think of when we think of a, a map in any way. What Jim has created invites anybody to think about what is our relationship to place and how would we present that visually? Would it be purely lines on a map determining the geographical borders of a place? Or could it be something much more magical, something much more alive, something much more personal? 
My name is Sophia Gagarich. I live in Santa Rosa, California, and I'm on Planet Classroom. For countermapping, I just loved this idea of stories being everywhere. So Jim Enote talks about how stories can be found in poetry and music and art and pottery. And um, I hope that people can be inspired to look for stories and listen for stories in everyday life and in all experiences, um, because I do think that they are all around us. And um, if we can kind of open ourselves to the possibility of that, then I think that so much more can um, come about, so much uh, more engagement and connection with our culture and our surroundings. My name is Destiny Roney. I am from Virginia and I am on Planet Classroom. The takeaway that I think youth will have is there is no shame in learning about your heritage. I know often, speaking of social media, I'll see a lot of people getting shamed or berated for being of the specific culture or heritage or race, and there is no shame in that. This is a beautiful thing. Own that. The best thing you can do is to love who you are and keep that heritage and culture alive. Wikchamni is a language that was historically spoken by the Wikchamni people of the East Fork of the Cahuilla River of California. Marie Wilcox, who was born in 1933, is currently the only remaining speaker of her native tribe's language. The film, Marie's Dictionary, directed by Emmanuel Von Lee, is the story of Marie Wilcox and her journey to keep her language alive. See, I'm uncertain about my language and uh, who wants to keep it alive. Just a few. No one seems to want to learn. It's sad. It just uh, seems weird that I am the last one. There are only maybe a hundred Wukchumni left. And very few of them can speak their language due to a variety of factors. Um, colonization, genocide, oppression, forcibly being told not to speak their language, uh, issues that have affected Native Americans uh, for generations and led to rampant language loss. Uh, that has affected so many aspects of their culture and our broader culture as a whole. Sometimes we need a lot of people to solve a problem, but sometimes an individual and their commitment can overcome tremendous adversity. And Marie personifies that. And not only does she do that, but then she has inspired her whole family and communities around the country once they heard about her story. Language preservation, language revitalization can only happen through the work of fluent speakers. And there aren't that many fluent speakers of some Native American languages left. And so it's through their tireless efforts that this work of change and revitalization can happen. Again, what was so inspiring about witnessing what Marie had done is that she didn't think like, I need to get a computer and lots of money and talk to linguists and raise resources and so on and so forth to do this. It was more like, I need to do this and every day I'll 
do a little bit more. And then those days turned into months and to years until she had compiled a dictionary. And it was hard work and commitment and resolve that mattered more than anything else. What you learn about Marie's story, you see and connect not just to a person who is trying to revitalize their language and the importance of that, but the importance of a humble attitude to trying to preserve something that matters to you. Because ultimately, for Marie, this mattered to her. It mattered to her family, and it mattered to the future of her language. So perseverance, hard work, determination, and humility can accomplish so much, as Marie shows so beautifully and eloquently in her story. My name is Alexandra Yoon. I'm from Miami, Florida, and I'm on Planet Classroom. Seeing the family get together and start contributing to this dictionary and learning the language was something that really moved me, especially with the scene of Donovan and Marie conversing in the kitchen. Language is a way we can connect to our roots and ancestors, allowing us to remember the past and keep it alive through generations. I think youth audiences will take away the importance of remembering our past and keeping the stories and roots alive through language. Marie's dictionary serves as that inspiration to others to continuously pass it down and revitalize a dying language. 5,000 miles apart, now screening on the Planet Classroom Network YouTube channel, is produced by the Global Nomads Group. It is the story of youth in Morocco and the United States who connected across distance and difference to share stories of their day-to-day -day life, their interests and aspirations. What can we learn about ourselves and about others from an experience such as this? How might it transform us and our understanding of our world? I also share my dreams, share my hobbies, my worries with different people who are just like me. I can just apply all these values that I learned, like tolerance, accepting the others, and also creative collaboration. Also, I learned how to tell stories, because it's not that easy to tell stories to others. You need to know how. What surprised me most is how close people could actually be and not how different. Once you listen to the story, you get to really see who they are as a person and what they can do, maybe to even impact your life. Being a global citizen for me is to feel home wherever you are in the world, to feel as a human being, not as a Moroccan person or an Arab person. If we don't try to learn about others, we just create our own little worlds. You won't ever get the opportunity to be more than who you are. My name is Michael. I am from Chicago, Illinois, and I'm on Planet Classroom. The most inspiring element of this movie is how the students reach out to other students on the other side of the globe. Reaching out is a key step to accepting and learning about others. When we start conversations, we realize Everyone is the same. We should all accept the responsibility and cherish the opportunities to learn about ourselves 
and other people. The one main takeaway from the movie is all forms of art are being created by youth all over the world. The technology of the internet and social media is expanding the artist's network and recognition. This encourages more people to share what they can create to help make Earth a nurturing world for all. Our special thanks to director Emmanuel Von Lee and all our youth voices, Destiny, Sophia, Mia, Alexandra, and Michael. Don't miss Countermapping, Marie's Dictionary, Earthrise, and 5,000 Miles Apart, now screening on the Planet Network YouTube channel. That's all, my human friends, for this week. I leave you with a reminder to explore your world, express yourself, discover, create, and use your imagination. Until next time, be kind, be curious, and thank you for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye.